0: I didn't park it in a garage because it was so beautiful that when I drove down on my street, I realized that it was the most beautiful car to
1: the street. <laughs> so I'm like, you, you can't have this car and park it up they in a garage. <laughs> <laughs> i am somebody just you just
0: this and stuck it in the garage. So I left it right in the driveway close to the road so that everybody that drive
1: past
0: can see. Never park in the garage. Yeah. Left it, right up there. Everybody passed, they look, oh, that's a nice car. I like, thank you kindly, thank you kindly. Everybody passed it, looking at the car. And it stayed out there for years. And when it stays out there, the rain came, wet it, the sun came, dry rain wet, sun dried maybe, All of those kind of stuff because I just want to show off my beautiful car. And, and after a few years, a thing called oxidation. Mm-hmm build up on my headlight and it was showing half of its true potential. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just preached to somebody while I and you're missing. So the oxidation came on the and, and, and the car was looking nice but but the headlight was was Brown and yellowish color, and it was ugly. And and, and it couldn't. It didn't really bring out. When you see the car, the first thing you saw was the yellowish headlights, and they were just not looking nice anymore. And this guy came to my house. He said, Pastor, I can um, I can I can I can fix this so it goes right back to new. I said, Maybe I need to get a new bulb. Yeah. He said, "Nothing is wrong with the bulb. Yes. Yes. It is the shell casing <laughs> that is preventing the bulb yeah. from shining yeah. in its truest potential." Yeah. I preach. I yeah. yeah. he, yeah. he said, "If you give me the car, yeah. I'll take it to my workplace yeah. and I'll redeem the headlights." I said, man, I don't know how you're going to do that because it looks like I need a brand new headlight. He said, okay, stick to preaching and let me do what I do. He came in the morning, he took the car, he drove it back the evening. And when he was coming, he was coming at night. I literally thought it was a totally different car he was coming with because I saw the headlights and they looked like a brand new car headlight. I said, "What did you do?" He said, "I redeemed the headlights." I said, "What did you do?" He said, "I restored them." Watch this. He said, "I restored them to their original condition when they were new." Lord help me, Jesus. When I saw the text saying, "I have redeemed you," God says, "I created." created you to look like me and to behave like me. But ever since sin came, sin took you away. And so what I did was, I did something to bring you back to a place where you can start looking like me again if I had a person who was in church today and was real, you would take out your mirror and you would start looking at yourself right now and you can start saying, redeemed, oh I love to proclaim it, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Because you have been redeemed and it's about time you start living like you have been redeemed. Amen. 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 Stop letting you you dig up stuff in your past or circumstances in your past and throwing it into your future, you have been redeemed. Stop letting the news media tell you how to fear or how to live, you have been redeemed. You have been redeemed. And then the fourth thing he said was, I'm moving along as fast as I can. The fourth thing he said is, Mama. I have called you. Mama. 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 You, you, know, you know you serve a God mm. that is so interested in you yeah. that he knows your name.
1: All right. Okay. That Good might even impress
0: you <laughs> So <laughs> when I said, you serve a God, well let me give you some effort. Serve a God that numbers every spawn of here on your head. Right. I didn't say you counted them. <laughs> I said <you> numbers them. <laughs> <laughs> it's the yeah. difference between knowing that you have 6,573 spawns of here than to know which one is actually number 142. No, come on, come on. This, what's this, this is what the Texas means. If somebody reach in your head right now and pull off one straw here and hold it up like this, God can tell them which number that is. Now I want to ask you a question before I leave you today. Why do you say of all night worrying about stuff that you got no control over, God. when God has control over the number of years on your head. Yeah. Amen. He says, I know you I, I got a name problem. I got a real name problem. You're gonna have to tell me your name 17 times before I remember it. <laughs> I'm sad, when that's how they are sometimes. God says. We got six over six billion people on earth. Yeah. And I know your
1: name. Yeah. <laughs> people only learn your name when they're interested in you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 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 the, who, who is in the building? Yeah. Nobody wanna know nobody's name that they ain't interested in. When you when you seek to learn somebody's name, you are interested in the person. Now you may learn it over time. But when you make a concerted, deliberate effort to know somebody's name, you're actually interested in that person. God says, "I'm so interested in you that I'ma know your name. I'ma know how many strands of here on your head. I'ma number every single one of them. I'ma know your down sitting and your horizon. Did you know that before you even came here? God was preparing here to receive you. Amen. Place. And so God says, you see those three, four things I told you? I created you. I formed you. I redeemed you. And I know your name. When you take those four things into consideration that has passed already. You need to stop worrying about the stuff that's coming up ahead. Amen. So, verse 1 establish what is gone already. Yeah. Verse 2 is putting in place what is coming overhead. Yeah. He says, When you go through the waters, this is number 5. I'm with you. I will be I'm with, you. with you. I'm with you. you Never said he was going to do nothing. He just says, I will be with you. Yeah. So, my son do not like to be on the inside. He, he loves to be outside. He loves to run up and down outside. Ah. When I was in San Antonio, I had a little itty house in San Antonio. And and even before he could walk properly, he wanted to go outside in the backyard. And, and so I said, no, I'm gonna to have to get a bigger house because I need to give him space to run because I can't just let him run up outside as, as, as i got a bigger house. He still doesn't want to be inside the house. He keeps pointing door outside, outside, outside. And when he goes outside, he doesn't want you to hold his hand. He wants to be a free person to just do whatever he wants to do. Pick the little buds off the stuff and whatever the case is. He just want to walk and roam. And sometimes I just take him outside and I don't interfere with him. I just stay there and watch him. I just deal with him when he's doing his stuff. I'm watching, but if I see things going too far, or he starts to go too far away, I bring him back and I have him into a certain parameter. And God is saying, when you're going through your water experience, I'm not necessarily gonna do anything. Going be with you there are a number of things that we need to take from this passage today and that is number one is you're gonna to have to go through something
1: don't yes. be yes.
0: don't sit down and believe that a virus is not going to come somewhere in the region but the good news is god is saying while you're going through it i will be with you Another doctor, I got some doctors in the place. But doctors tell me that one of the things that helps baby's immune system to get stronger is diseases. <laughs> <laughs> induced, I didn't even know that term, I'm back after I came to church today, I learned something, I didn't even know that some of the stuff that has made you so strong today is because you've gone through something like that in your past before What's the progression? You don't deserve a promotion on your job until you've mastered what is required at the level where you are right now. Yeah. Your classification in school does not need to be changed until you pass all the exams at the state. to hide stuff but as soon as you have enough tenacity the moon past this i'll take you into something greater so when he says when you go through the waters what they're describing right here is something that is down your knees what we call it where i come from we call it the split the splash you know that little water that you can splash your feet in? Your feet gonna get wet, but that's all that's gonna happen to you. Your shoes gonna get some water in it, but that's all that's gonna happen to you. God is saying you're gonna get your shoes wet. You're gonna get your heart wet. You're gonna get hurt a little, but it's just anchor height stuff that you're dealing with right now. And the good news is while your shoes is wet, while your feet is soaked, God says, I'm right there with you yeah. while you're going through it. I don't need to do anything because you got this, because i formed you, and when I form you, I put enough stuff inside of you to deal with alcohol water. Yeah. when you go through the water they will do and he says when you go through the river they shall not now I wish you all can come to church today What it is crying at this point in time is really and truly what is called flood waters it is the swirling destructive waters that you can't even swim out right but God says, you have enough right. that the waters will not over you. Mm-hmm. they will not go overtake you, mm-hmm. not going drown So one time I've been through some stuff and some folks asked me, man, after all you've been through, how come you're still here? You, you know right. what I told them? I told them that I'm a fiberglass person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> come on, yes, I said, come on. I'm a fiberglass <laughs> person. Yeah. Five glass is that stuff that they used to make boats and ships. It has this it has this amazing potential to stay afloat in every kind of water. And God says, when I made you, I put enough spiritual Until I decide (laughs) that you pass the test, so I can move you to something greater in your life. That's right. I don't know who I'm preaching to. Well, I hope I'm preaching to somebody that's going through something right now. And you're praying for it to go away. I don't know what it is. It might be a financial problem. It might be an immigration problem. It might be a sickness problem. It might be a relationship problem. And you wish it would go away tomorrow. God is saying, chill out, y'all. All All I need you to do right now is just stay afloat. you have to be a swimmer. Right. <laughs> if you're in a swimmer, you can't come from Jamaica. Yeah. You will drown in a heartbeat. Yeah. You will step on the wrong floor and step in the ocean. Yeah. So the first thing they taught us how to do is how to swim. Yeah. And they told us that the water will kill you if you fight it. it, you got the flow. You got the flow, you got the flow. They said, the first thing you need to do when you're learning how to swim is how to stay afloat. Amen. Your body, literally, physically, I'm not talking about spiritual concepts right now, literally, physically, is a floating device. Once you can tell your mind that I'm not going to sink and you lay on a cup of the water, you will be there forever. Here they put in the house. You will die of starvation, floating before you drown. Come on, now. Come on now. <laughs> I'm a priest in the I said, when you master the art of floating, you will die of starvation, float first before you drown. That's <laughs> right. What they tell me is that all the folks that are drowned. God, the first fought. thing happens to them when they get in the water; they start panicking, mm-hmm. and they say to themselves,
1: "I've
0: got to fight to save my life right now."
1: <laughs>
0: and they start fighting the water, and, and the water says, "Man, if you gonna fight me, I'm gonna fight you back." That's right. You've never heard any concept like this before in your lifetime. The water. It's working with you. Right. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> right. yeah, that's right. That's right. It works with you. You know what? I'm going to give somebody the mic. Okay. You can't handle this today. <laughs> <laughs> it works, the water, it works it's with It's working with you. That's
1: right. Yeah. It didn't work
0: The water is working with you to show you right. how much floating potential you have. Then, right. Your trials and tribulation they're working with you. They're trying to show you how much you can survive in adverse conditions. Is there anybody in church today that has gone through something?
1: Guess what? You are still
0: here. and all that is happening to you right now. Yeah. Somebody come up with your life. They took what they wanted and left. And right. You start losing your mind. Um. Is you serious? <laughs> is, you- <laughs> is you serious? <laughs> is you- <laughs> is you- that God has for you in real life. They can't handle this preaching, Jesus. (laughs) So we said, first, you're gonna go through some water. I'm just getting your feet wet. Because I got some stuff that you will go in that you won't be able to swim out of. When you get to that stuff, People know that this is not my first rodeo in water. I've been in water before, and if I survive that because God is with was with me, then I will survive this because He showed up with me this time because He didn't bring me to the stage to leave me by
1: myself. Yeah. That's right. I
0: called the neighbor one time and say, "Honey, I'm stay afloat." I'm sorry, we can't i-five. <laughs> at your neighbor one time and say honey you're going through some stuff right now but stay afloat come on say stay afloat God says, if you can go through the splitting splash ankle height stuff with me, yeah. if you can go through the swirling waters with me, the flood waters with me, yeah. then I'm going to elevate you to the next level. And this, I'm finished, y'all. And this level is called, He says, when you step out of the, the the stream, you're gonna step into some swirling, destructive water. And then after you come out of that, you're gonna go into the fire. But when you go into the fire, the flames will not kindle upon me. What a mighty God we serve in this house today. Hold up there a second, God, because something is wrong with the text. That's why I know that faith has got to be fanatic. That's why I say that. I'm not afraid to tell the truth. Faith has got to be fanatic. Because if you take it out, you have nothing inside of you that can stop flames from kindling upon you. I have walked through streams before. I got my shoes wet, by I've been in the ocean before. I laid on my back and I stayed there floating until they called me that it's lunchtime. All right. I just want to see <laughs> But, but every time I go close to the fire, yeah. I feel the heat, I begin to back away. Yeah. And I'm like, God, you're going to have to explain this one for me because I need to preach this stuff. And God said to me, you need to tell my people when you get down to all nations that they're asking for miracles when they're going through the ankle height stuff. Oh, yeah. 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 Right. God is saying you don't need no miracle when you're going through ankle high stuff because I've given you the potential to keep on walking. Yeah. Right. I said I got that. He said tell them stop asking for miracle when they're going through the flood waters right. because I've put enough spiritual fiberglass in them that they can stay afloat when they're going. It may take some time, but they ain't gonna sink. Yeah.
1: But God says there comes a point in
0: time in your journey yeah. when you don't have anything inside. Oh, help me, Jesus. When you don't have anything inside of you. Because watch this, watch this. Satan has got to test you beyond your truest potential. Amen. Who is receiving this? Amen. I said, all the stuff that you've gone through already, you're gonna gone through it because it was encoded in your DNA but God is saying, so is coming up the road that you don't have humanness enough to go through and then I'm gonna step in with a miracle. Amen. Come here, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Oh, wow. They've been through every stream and every floodwaters before. When they got up to the fire furnace, God says, I'm gonna get for you, and I'm going work a miracle. If you keep on trusting God, if you keep on putting your faith in Him, if you keep on saying to Him, Cover me with your blood. 365 days of the year, you're gonna run up into something that's literally bigger than you. But when you run up into it, God is saying, I got you covered all the way. I'm gonna pull up one of my miracles and release it into your potential. Yeah, 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 so I live in one of those uh, communities that have the the alleyway, the alleyway. Yeah, yeah. How many of y'all know what that is? Yeah, yeah when you enter your garage to, yeah. yes, back to the alley. <laughs> and I don't want my son playing in the street too much, so I took him in the alley and I said, you know what, I'm going to watch over you with your stuff. <laughs> so he's walking and I'm walking up ahead of him and I want to tire him out, because I want him to go sleep. Yeah. <laughs> My son just got too much energy, for
1: he's too. Yeah. he got
0: a lot of energy,
1: yeah.
0: and sometimes when I'm trying to study, and he comes in the room, he says, come on, daddy. Yeah. He got his little bike, and he wants to ride his bike, and he wants me to run behind him while he's riding his bike.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm like, please, Lord, let the battery die or something. <laughs>
1: I can't run behind
0: him all the time.
1: Too much. <laughs>
0: For me right now, I'm like, I gotta get back in the gym or something because this guy won't kill me. I gotta run behind him. So I zipped him in the, I said, I need him to go to sleep because I need to go get some work done. So I took him in the alleyway and I'm walking him up and down the alley, up and down. I know when he's getting tired, when he start lagging behind. Like, and I'm all the way up there and I'm, come on, son, come on, son. <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, he won't sleep for five hours when he gets <laughs> I'm walking up ahead of my son. When I look up the road, I heard a dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's some of my community, I don't know, I don't wanna say anything in the, the country, but <laughs> you got some folks living in my, in my subdivision that just believe that it's okay to just let out their dogs.
1: Yeah. The yeah?
0: You just go there. I'm like, what kind of behavior is this? I yeah. said to one man one day, I said, you man, you gotta do something. Well, the, I come from a place, well, I don't know news, I tell nobody that I this, I'm saved by the blood of Jesus, but I come from a place right now where getting rid of dogs was like a game to us. You know, Samurai
1: sword. <laughs> it comes
0: in a set of three.
1: <laughs>
0: There's a little bit short one, and a mid-sized one, and a mighty long one. It just looks so good in my hand. <laughs> so when I'm going out in the alley with my son and I know the dogs are gonna be there, I just say, you know what? just carry a long one with me <laughs> just in case. So I'm walking with my samurai sword in my hand, feeling like a real ninja. <laughs> and when I heard the dog far and I looked, I saw my son coming. I said, come on son, let me hold your hand. And he said, no daddy, no. What he does not know is that there is a piece of a head. That can really hurt him but because his daddy is walking before him other step of the way, and don't see the beast. And I said, son, let me hold your hand. And he says, no, daddy. And I'm like, I'm not asking you. I'm telling you as your daddy, I will hold your hand. Amen, Uh,
1: amen. And
0: his daddy turned back and I put him on this side, the dog was over there. I put him on this side, and I released my samurai sword. (laughs) I took it out of the case, and I held the case in the same hand I was holding my son with. And I'm like, before you can get, I'm preaching, you just ain't feeling, (laughs) before you can get to my son, you're gonna have to come past me. We serve a God that is saying to us when you get up to that stone, because there is no way my two-year-old son could have defeated that Rottweiler, but i tell you what, if we ever start advancing towards me and my son with a heartbeat, I would have released that sword
1: and I would have secured his mortality Amen. right on the spot because I was
0: He will wipe out everything on your journey in an effort to keep you alive. God said, I've got you. You're not leaving here one day before I decide. It's time for you to get on out of here. And so I say to God's church today, we're going to take all precautionary measures, but the God of glory did not give us this. I'm going out of discussion with God. And I will say to him, I bet you I stop your folks from coming to church. Mm. Yeah. 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 You should that <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> He
0: said, I bet you I can cause your folks to start losing their lives. God says, How are you going to do that? And Satan says, I got some folks in a lab right now. Are y'all recording this part? They're He said, I got some folks working in a lab right now to prepare a virus called coronavirus. Yeah. that go They're going to release it into people's
1: lives. Not
0: going to work. And then blame bats. Out of this, mm-hmm. entrepreneurs is gonna come, they're gonna make business out of this. Yes. Yeah. The media are gonna come, they're gonna push the story inside of the way to drive fear in people's hearts. Oh, yeah. 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 That's what you see, you no? Yep. God says, You know what? Don't worry about it, my people. Go on ahead and do your stuff, Satan.
1: Yeah.
0: I got a remnant. Amen. Amen. And you don't have anything in hell yet. Amen. Yeah. Right. To move them off the of faith they're standing on. He said, But the devil meant for evil. I will mean it for good. He said, I got some servants that are not afraid to stand on the walls of Zion and blow the so loud to let my people know that this is no time to fear. But because they are stuck praying, I'm going to create a situation to bring them back to their knees so they can. Calling upon my name again, and there will come a time in the spread of this virus that my folks will realize the only option they have left is to call on me like never before. And when they start calling, I will show up with healing. tell your children, tell your young people, tell your friends and your family, we're going to take every precautionary measures. I just sent out a letter to every youth ministry department in the Southwest Region Conference just this morning before I came here, and I said to them, we're going to take all precautionary measures, we're going to do the stuff that we're supposed to do, but we're not going to be afraid, because that's what the devil wants. The devil wants you to stand up and tell a lie to God by saying you're fearful. When God says, how do you? With the spirit of fear, (laughs) but I gave you the spirit of a sound mind. How? And when you can go to bed tonight and wake up and encourage somebody tomorrow, you'll know you're still on the Lord's side.
1: Amen.
0: And so if the All-Nation Church is the only church that's leading God's people into battle in the Southwest Region Conference. And that's a start mm-hmm. yeah. and on your facebook page yeah. post stuff up we yeah. hope into people's yeah. lives yeah. help them, help them. Yeah. you didn't know how much an ambassador you were before today yeah. but you've got a hundred people in your life right now that are anxious about this yeah. you need to hit them up on social media yeah. You need to start calling people left, right, and center and just say to them, chillax.
1: <laughs>
0: just chill. we going to be all right. <laughs> <laughs> because he did not bring us
1: this far.
0: Because I will start to spread a word around in the hearts of my friends, in the hearts of my co-workers, in the hearts of my church member. By God's grace, I want you to use me to bring peace in the midst of a strong God. Give me now a peace that passes all understanding. So when folks begin to ask the question, My wife, my husband, my children, my friends, my next door neighbor, everybody, I'm gonna infect them. Pray right now. We don't know how this is going to work out, but we know you will work it out. Because you are in charge. Amen. You've always been in charge. That's right. Nothing has ever taken you by surprise. We know you're going to make a way out of this, God, because we've seen time and time again when we come up on a mountain, you move them. When we came up to a river, you made a bridge over troubled water. If you can do all those kind of stuff, if you're gonna keep Daniel in a lion's den, if you're gonna keep Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in a fire furnace, if you're gonna keep John the Revelator in a pot of boiling oil, if you're gonna cause your children to march across the Red Sea and fell over land, if you're gonna cause lightning and to when they try to destroy the army of Israel, they you sure enough can take us through this. Amen. And so God, we put our hands into your hands. Right. We put our hope in you. We put our faith in you. And we ask you to do that thing. You know that God thing that you always do for us? Yeah. Do it again for us. In the mighty, matchless name of Jesus Christ, who suffered and bailed power of his box, we pray. Let God's children say amen. 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 Come amen. on, please. Be